0: Welcome to the Raising Great Kids podcast. I'm your host today, Kendra Fleming. So have you ever spontaneously planned a fun day and told your kid to jump in the car quick? And before they would ever even jump in the car, they wanted all the details, like, where are we going? How long is it going to be? What are we going to do when we get there? If so, you might have a child with a blue temperament. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the color temperaments uh, or the color temperament assessment, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 27, where we're going to give you a complete overview and get you familiar, but for now, let's talk about those blues. Welcome to part three of our discussion on the temperaments. In part one and part two, we discussed the yellow and the red temperament. And today we're about to unpack the blue. And we are back continuing the conversation with Kathleen, who is by far our expert on all things temperament and communication with your kids. Thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I know. I'm excited to jump yeah. in and talk about the blues. You're a blue. But now my so favorite you are week. really the expert in every way today. Uh, Pairs, I hope you have a piece of paper and a notebook because you're going to want to take notes mm-hmm. as we as we jump into this. So yeah. uh, as we get started, I know for every temperament, there are strengths that are attached to that temperament. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that mm-hmm. for blues.
1: Well, again, what's unique to the blue, and mm-hmm. I'm a blue and I happen to have a blue sun, yeah. but what I heard growing up a lot, most— most blues out there are going to definitely know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. is that we're pointed out a lot to why are we pointing out the negatives? When really what's unique to the blue is our ability to anticipate obstacles Mm -hmm. and to creatively problem solve out of the box. So where you're such a visionary Mm -hmm. and you can see from A to B, Mm -hmm. I can see every obstacle from A to B. Mm -hmm. So for example, when I was a mom, which I still am a mom, but when we were going on vacations, (laughs) when the kids were little, um, packing, Mm -hmm. I knew I had everything packed to go on that Mm -hmm. vacation. Every obstacle that might happen, I was prepared for, right? Yeah, blues are really important to the family
0: so that we don't get there and not have our swimsuits and things that we need, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that makes so much sense. So uh, the reason that we're having these conversations is mm-hmm. we're trying to really help our parents begin to determine what is that like unique wiring of my child? What yeah. does their temperament look like? So can you describe for us what a blue temperament looks like kind of from
1: babyhood and preschool yeah. years through elementary, middle school, and high yeah. school? It's really, really important in foundation. Mm-hmm. Not only for knowing your children, but yourself is to understand strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. It's important to watch for them because that's what you want your child to thrive in is yeah. their strengths. And so in the toddler baby years of a blue mm-hmm. child, what you're going to see is they do really well on routines. Mm-hmm. When they're a little bit older, four and five, they're going to be good friends. Mm-hmm. They're going to be creative, detailed. They're going to be careful children. Yeah. Um, and their weaknesses. They can be moody, worried, doubtful, overly cautious mm-hmm. in not trusting other people. Yeah. So you want to know that so that you can watch for which, which one is my child functioning mm-hmm. out of and yeah. kind of direct them more to the strengths. Yeah. In preteen, this is a trustworthy child mm-hmm. in their strengths. They're compassionate. They're creative. They work well alone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're logical. Yeah. But again, the weaknesses that can rear their head, probably yeah. about pre teen is still the moodiness yeah. that's their whole lifetime um, <laughs> fearful yeah takes everything personally mm-hmm. um socially awkward mm-hmm. and jealous yeah you know of how what seems to be easy for other people yeah. right for the teens mm-hmm. going uh, kids in their teens again this is a thoughtful child yeah. they are empathetic they're creative they're personable they're purposeful and they're great problem solvers yeah. Again, when we get up into that upper range of kids, they can get lost in the details. Yeah. Um, they can become very judgmental mm-hmm. and self sabotaging, mm-hmm. really. Um, fear of failure can be off the chart. And then withdrawing yeah. or isolating themselves. So this is again, you want to watch for the strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. so we can try to get our kids to pick yeah their strength over their weakness. Um, the blues are going to avoid anything that they're fearful about. Mm-hmm. They're going to they are terrified to make mistakes in yeah. public, so they're going to avoid making those public mistakes. Yeah. Um, not having enough time to do something. Mm-hmm. They're going to avoid that. Avoid noise, chaos, Mm -hmm. large groups, Um, insincere encouragement. Mm -hmm. They're going to know when somebody's just giving them the fluff or stuff. They're very black and white. Sure. So they'll be more attracted to um, rules, structure, people who honor their intelligence Mm -hmm. or give them room to work. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to this is a child they'll put themselves in time out. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they don't, they're going to be attracted more to understanding yeah. and opportunity.
0: Yeah. So I have a son that's also a blue uh-huh. and oh, the level he can go in detail. He loves history. Mm. And I just remember him telling me about all the queens from all of history and all the things about them that uh, I actually had to start reading books with him to just keep up with him. I couldn't keep up with his intellect and have a decent conversation, but he wanted to have all the details. No, really? I can think of another really wonderful blue on our team, and I had a very complex uh, uh, project that mm-hmm. was very detailed, and we really didn't have room for making very many mistakes. We needed to do it right. And I immediately thought of her and said, I need you to have the biggest part of ownership of this project because you will be the most Detailed, mm-hmm. and there will be the minimal amount of mistakes. You won't rush. You will do it correctly, and it's so wonderful when you have someone like that on your team. Yeah, you know? and really if you is. have
1: the patience for it, it actually gets to the goal, and you're more successful more often yeah. because yeah. you're not having to backtrack. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we used to call Bryce the "actually boy." Yeah, because you would say something at the dinner table, and he would go, "Well, actually." <laughs> And then he would finish the sentence and correct you. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Myself.
0: So, one thing that you've been teaching us through mm-hmm. Parts 1 and Part 2 is that uh, the needs of every temperament are very important, that we very. should remember them, write them down, and that they don't change, that they are consistent through time. So, tell us a little bit about the needs of a yeah. blue
1: child. So, again, the needs that are in each temperament are not just words thrown on a chart. Yeah, These are studied in research. So, the words that we're talking about under innate needs are specific for that temperament. Mm -hmm. So for the blue, it's safety, Mm -hmm. sensitivity, support, and space and silence. So especially safety for your your children that are blue, being able to trust their surroundings Mm -hmm. and being able to trust in relationships. Trust is a huge word for blue, Um, especially children, right? So with safety, um, again, uh, there's a mom that um, I know of that her her daughter was going to camp, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she's getting overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. The daughter is yeah. about all the things, like every obstacle that might happen at yeah. camp, and maybe she won't be prepared or she might not have the right stuff. And now she's not even going to go. Yeah, like the, it's just too overwhelming. So for the safety, the mom sat down and did. The what ifs with her? Mm-hmm. What if this obstacle comes up? What do we oh, need so to do smart. to prepare? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it let and and she listened, which mm-hmm. is extremely important for blues, and they addressed every obstacle. Yeah. So the girl was prepared and then off she goes to camp. Mm-hmm. See, preparation and safety go hand in hand for yeah. the blue children. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, sensitivity is really important because it basically means to be understood. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, again, we get the rap of you're too emotional, you're, Mm -hmm. you know, you're over the top when really it's not about emotion. It's about being understood. Mm -hmm. With blues, they don't even have, you don't even have to agree with them. Mm -hmm. They just want you to match their emotion. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel it, but you have to validate it. Yeah. Right? So, um, you know, a lot of times, I'll, I'll, Kendra, so much in my office, I hear the blue children just saying, um, you know, they don't understand me. Yeah. They don't even know me. Yeah. You know, they're not. And really, it's because the, they're, maybe it's a red parent that's just fixing the problem, yeah. or it's a yellow parent that's saying, get over it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're just not feeling heard or understood. Yeah. So that's that sensitivity, right? Support. Um, when somebody steps in, Mm-hmm. and just notices that they're needing help mm-hmm. or at some way. Brad stepped in when I was at an event one time, and um, he he knew I was uncomfortable yeah. and um, just talking to this group, and people were too close to me. And mm-hmm. so he supported me immediately by coming and standing by me. He just stepped in without me even having to ask. Yeah. And so that not only felt— Filled support, sure. but it also filled safety and sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about these innate needs, it's not just always one action that fills one innate need. Yeah. Sometimes the action or the word can fill multiple of things of the innate needs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Silence and space. This is huge for a blue because we are processors. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about early on that we take information in and we have to process it. Mm -hmm. So when Bryce, my son, would come home, if it was a long day of being lectured at all day long, Mm -hmm. um, I would definitely refrain from lecturing him because I knew he needed space and silence, especially if it was a time where he had homework and fencing, Mm -hmm. and he he would just be so like, I can't even go to fencing. I have so much homework Mm -hmm. and the overwhelming. So we set up a plan for him to go to his room and just to decompress. Mm -hmm. And if it was a day that he had fencing, then he would have a plan. I encourage Mm -hmm. parents to have their blues write it down, have a plan B, have a schedule. Mm -hmm. They're so good at that. And then if they can see it in front of them, then they have a tendency to just be able to breathe. Yeah. As long as they have that time of space and silence to just go through things in their mind, um, then they can recharge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? That makes so much sense. When I think about some of the blues in my life and mm-hmm. my own son, but other children and students that I know, I I know sometimes there are concerns that I have, like maybe they're very withdrawn and mm-hmm. that I worry about that mm-hmm. or— uh, you know, I can tell that they feel misunderstood and, uh, like, people are not understanding or they don't fit in. Mm-hmm. Those are all kind of, like, things I pick up on, and I, I feel concern for them. So, tell us a little bit about, like, what shows up when a Blue's
1: needs are not being met, and really, what can, as parents, can we do about that? Yeah. You know, again, it's one of those things where we're trying to focus with our children on staying in their strengths mm-hmm. and understanding their weaknesses, because that can bring them you know, back, go, going backwards. Mm-hmm. And once they start using the weaknesses and those don't work either, mm-hmm. then they get to manipulate, by, And you can see that behavior coming. Yeah. And it is a red flag. And for the blues, what you're going to see is moods mm-hmm. and silence. Mm-hmm. This child is going to be, you know, crossing them their arms. They're going to be judgmental and critical, maybe even self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. Um, silence they're going to withdraw. They don't want to engage. They'll, you know, walk away. They'll go to their rooms. And this is what they're trying to do. Some innate needs weren't being met. So they go right into that manipulate spy. So when they're very young, um, this may look like fits of crying or pouting, Mm -hmm. right? I've heard from, again, parents that they say, oh, you don't even like me. Mm -hmm. Or you like this sibling better than you like me. And then they're sitting in the corner pouting, Mm -hmm. okay? That's trying to get some kind of sensitivity or support or safety, right? Uh, When they get a little older, like preteen, I know there's a mom that I know right now that's a client that's struggling with a preteen, and she comes right home from school and goes up to her room, okay? So she's already isolating. What blues love to do is make you play the 20-question game. And that's what this mom is doing. (laughs) She's going up there and she's, how are you? Good. What's going on? I don't know. I mean, and they'll go to the 20 question game. Mm -hmm. Because every blue feels that if you really knew me, Mm -hmm. you would know what I'm thinking. Like they truly believe you can read their mind. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so again, in that kids section, that's what they're doing, and they will make you play that 20 question game. yeah, um, for teenagers, um, I know that somebody, you know, he, he this boy that I was working with that was trying to prep for college, right? Mm-hmm. He took some classes that were a little bit too advanced mm-hmm. and um, but he was determined to take them. So again, when he started to not do well or not fear failure, Mm -hmm. right? All of a sudden, he's being judgmental. You know, the professor's not giving me the enough details that he's not giving me enough work. You know, this isn't. He's not giving me enough guidance. He's a bad teacher, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So he's starting to be moody about it. And really, this is a child that's very articulate, Mm -hmm. and you know, he has a plan and a goal. So if we would just redirect him. Yeah. Into using his verbiage, which he's so good at, and his plan to go up to the teacher and ask. Mm -hmm. See, blues don't like to ask for help. Again, that goes in there, don't you see that I need help? Why aren't you helping me, right? (laughs) yeah. yeah. But sometimes they have to go and ask. Yeah. So, you know, if that's happening, have them lean into their strengths and go find out, hey, what's going on? Sure. You know, maybe I have some responsibility in this, you know.
0: I wish I would have had this content when my son was younger because yeah. I got pulled into the twenty question, mm. me trying to figure out what happened, how was your day, mm-hmm. what you know, what all transpired today. Uh, more than once, I was yeah. <laughs> more than once, more than sure. once. <laughs> um, okay, so as we think about our blues, uh, what are things we need to be aware of so that we're careful that we don't tear them down?
1: definitely, definitely what will tear down a blue mm-hmm. is dismissing their emotions. Yeah. You know, just tell them to get over it or yeah. move on. Yeah. You know, and again, not matching or validating mm-hmm. what they're feeling. Um, not giving them enough details. Yeah. To get whatever you're asking yeah. done. Yeah. Infringing on their space and silence. Yeah. You know, when they're in there interrupting them, you know, when they're trying to process yeah. or get things, you know, did. Um, understanding that they don't always want to be cheered up yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a private and reserved person uh-huh. um, that you know they don't necessarily want to be cheered up yeah, they they're okay with yeah. who they are right uh-huh. they're actually very strong in their in who they're authentically designed to be.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, always taking them to big crowds or environments that there's loud or a lot of people, that'll tear them down. Yep. Lack of planning, last-minute changes, yeah. a lot of last-minute changes, or even allowing them to isolate too much
0: uh-huh.
1: can yeah. also tear them down Yeah, because that could come, beco- start to become a problem, Sure, right? So, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're, you know, Coaching the blue child to um, understand how they feel, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, there's a boy that I know that again plays soccer, and when he does not do well, he is so hard on himself. I mean, we have tears, yeah. and we have you know throwing them down on the ground, mm-hmm. and I'm never going to be good at this, mm-hmm. and I practice, and I'm not better. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, the worst thing a parent can say to that person is just get over it. Yeah. It's just a game, mm-hmm. right? And no, I, you what you want to do is you want to validate that and say, mm-hmm. I can see you're really frustrated. Yeah, You've put in a lot of time practicing. And you know what? Um, your teammates really like you. Mm-hmm. Show some curiosity and empathy. Yeah. M- help them feel that they belong yeah. in it. And then move them along and down the field of believing in themselves. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. So helpful. So um, I remember on my team, uh, I had a blue temperament Uh awesome lady on our team who her boss was a yellow. Mm. And um, I remember her boss— often being frustrated and privately telling me like, you know, if I, I feel like she's so negative. Mm. And I would always say, but look at all the things she pointed out that like we fixed before it ever rolled out because mm-hmm. she pointed out the things that were going to yeah. go wrong, um, you know, kind of thing. So I, I do think— would love to hear, you know, parents are different than their kids. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we have some yellow parents parenting some blue kids out there and some reds and greens and all those kind of things. So uh, talk to us a little bit about how do we parent our kids when we're different than them when our child is a blue?
1: And especially, what's very interesting is that You know, we mentioned, I think, last time that that reds and greens have a hard time. That's a hard combination. Yeah. You would think that yellows and blues then would have a hard combination, Uh but really— The reds and the greens, what they share is weaknesses. Uh So it makes it a little more difficult. Where the yellows and the blues share strengths. They share creativity and sensitivity. Uh So most of my best friends are yellow. Uh So again, I think I had mentioned that. I just am in awe of them, right? So if you're a yellow parent, though, Mm -hmm. and you're parenting a blue child— remember that blues already feel that they're just more private and they're more reserved so the yellows have to be careful when they talk yeah and when they share stories mm-hmm. because the child does not want to be the topic mm-hmm. of your stories or <laughs> jokes unless they're prepared uh-huh. or you've they've given you permission yeah they could be mortified if a yellow parent did that mm-hmm. um being understood that, you know, with sensitivity of what's going on and how they feel loved, mm-hmm. um, that yellow parent cannot expect the same response yeah. from their blue child. Yeah, You know, again, silly stories mm-hmm. won't necessarily cheer up a blue ch- blue child. Mm-hmm. So even cheering them up, they want them to sit on the couch and feel what they're feeling. If they're sad, they want them to be sad with them for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything's, you know, a game to a blue child. Yeah. Um, if it's a red parent in a blue child, this blue child wants to please the red parent. Mm-hmm. And they can easily get discouraged if they don't think they're doing it perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Remember that you may feel that things are moving slow mm-hmm. as a red parent. Um, and you want, you know, if they're being unproductive, but you have mm-hmm. to remember that blue child may feel like they have to check and recheck and maybe even redo something. Mm -hmm. Because again, they're trying to do it in excellence when you're just trying to get it done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge one, right? (laughs) Yeah, very different.
1: Um, And, you know, red parents, exercise your muscle of patience with Mm -hmm. this child. Um, Your desire to do it right and may, again, conflict with their right Mm -hmm. because theirs is, they also have a right. Mm -hmm. Um, But give them time and encouragement to, um, you know, get it done so that they feel they haven't made any mistakes. You know, somebody made, uh, when Bryce was about eight, a coach, his golfing coach said to him, you know, practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. And, And then in a little golf tournament, crocodile tears. And I was like, buddy, you know, what's going on? And he said, well, I practice this putt and I practice this putt. And he said, practice makes perfect. So that day I made a, a plaque for him that said, practice makes better. Mistakes yeah. make perfect. Mm-hmm. And so what the red saw and what Bryce saw were two different things, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, two Blues, remember? That even though you're wired the same, life experience yeah. is going to be different here. The, the level of your creativity and mm-hmm. details and organization is going to be at a different level than your blue child. Yeah. So the expectation you have has to be age-adjusted, sure. right? Yep. Um, because there's a similarity, there's a higher sensitivity to criticism, for co- correction. Mm-hmm. Um, since you understand their need for perfection yourself, you know, you wanna make sure that child knows that you love them, mm-hmm. even when they make mistakes. Yeah. Okay. That for a blue, that's really important because we feel that ourselves, mm-hmm. right? For a green parent with a blue child, using your gift of patience and listening and, you know, bringing that to a conversation will calm that ever-changing mood of a blue child. Mm-hmm. Um, it will give them some consistency, yeah. right? It can um, be easy for you to overlook the importance of the details mm-hmm. as a green parent, Yeah, but details are critical mm-hmm. for your blue child. So be aware that they can get o- overwhelmed if you give them too much. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding what's that common ground for calmness and mm-hmm. harmony that you bring to the table as a parent, yeah. right? And then you know, your value of contentment really helps them live in a world that's far from perfect, yeah, you know, because yeah. and they're just so hard on themselves with uh, again, like I said, they'll put their self in time out, yeah, if they do something, yeah, you know,
0: I love that, so helpful, so um, a lot of our parents are trying to kind of figure out, okay, I think my child's a blue, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of seeing a couple other tendencies: Are they a red, are they a green? I'm not sure, so. Mm-hmm. Talk to us for a minute about secondary tendencies, yeah. especially for the blue.
1: Yeah. Well, the secondaries are very important yeah. because, again, a blue-red looks very different than a blue-green. Yeah. I happen to be a blue-green. And um, so, for example, if I uh, you have a child that's going to do an art project mm-hmm. and they're a blue-red, they will go, well, I'm going to plan to do this. I th- I'm going to use colored markers. Mm-hmm. And they'll walk over to the markers and they'll go, and I know exactly what I'm going to draw. Yeah. This is what I'm going to get done so I can get it done and get out to recess, Mm -hmm. okay? That same child that's blue-green, they'll go, I know what project I want to do. I've planned my project. They'll walk over and they'll go, "Mm, do I want to use markers? Mm -hmm. Maybe I want to use paint. I'm not really sure which would be better. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll try this first Mm -hmm. and then see if it works. So, so there's maybe some indecisiveness yeah. that comes with that. Yeah, and don't you think to help parents, like it, it
0: just takes time learning more about mm. the temperaments. That's why we're teaching this uh, in this series, but also just taking time to observe your child yes. and spend time with them and learn, especially when they're very young. I always encourage parents: be careful, don't label them too too soon mm-hmm. and too young. Like get to know them, mm-hmm. learn, watch, observe, like figure out their little wiring, because there's so many things that play into it. Yeah.
1: So. Well, and that's just it, is that you can, you, again, we're listening to understand because yeah. a temperament speaks out of their own temperament. You speak yeah. your own language. Yeah. I speak blue. You speak red. Mm-hmm. So we're literally learning to speak another language, to, yeah. to love, for me to love you better as a friend. Mm-hmm. I have to learn to speak red. Yeah. I have no red in me. Yeah. But I do want to love you better. So mm-hmm. that's what we want to do as parents, too, is learn to love your yeah. child better. Now, you may you can also find what temperament your children are in photos and mm-hmm. videos, yep. which people nowadays have endless access to, right? Because right? um, it'll show up. Mm-hmm. It'll show up in a picture or so a photo true. or a text, you know? Yeah, that makes
0: a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. All right, Kathleen, so you're a blue. And what is it that you wish all of us knew about? Yes.
1: <laughs> well, again, here's somebody who's reserved and private mm-hmm. um, and not— uh, not really that outgoing with yeah. people we are not comfortable with. Yeah. Um this is somebody who and again I'll have parents come in and go I don't think she's blue because when she's at home yeah. she's singing karaoke or she's doing this yeah. or she's so entertaining. When blues are with people that feel safe or trusted mm-hmm. they're going to come out of their shell a little yeah. bit. So what the blues want everyone to know is that even though we're reserved mm-hmm. in private we want to feel like we belong. We want to be invited. Yeah. And so that way we know we're thought of and we're included. And then if that trust comes, you'll see a deeper relationship with Opalu. Yeah.
0: I love the blues in my life. I feel like they just make me and our family better and better, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it is planning a vacation or working on a big project. When Mm -hmm. they're in the middle of it, oh, they bring so much goodness, for sure.
1: Um, Okay, any parting words for our listeners about blues? Well, what I wrote down here Mm -hmm. is that blues need. to belong runs very deep. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that they're thought of and considered Mm -hmm. goes very, very, very long in the child's filling of their love tank and their innate needs. And once you, you know, truly, once that blue is truly known Mm -hmm. and people find that temperament in them, it's one of the best and deepest connections in a relationship that you can have. Is with a blue. I love that. Yeah,
0: and the way you get to know them is time. Yeah, listening, asking yep. questions, all exactly. those things. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing all of this, parents. I I hope you have pages of very practical notes of how you can relate to your blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for listening, parents, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you.